Hello, everyone. Welcome again to the five days of Tech Hanukkah. Steve and I have recorded five episodes of IMTS. This is episode two. We wanted to share a little of the holiday spirit by replaying these great episodes. Have fun. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the AMT Tech Trends Podcast. I am the Director of Technology, Benjamin Moses, and I'm here with... Stephen Lamarca, Technology Analyst. Steve, welcome to day two of the podcast at IMTS. Day two of the podcast, day three of the show. That's right. Uh, I want to get your skinny on some road trip with Steve uh, yes. content. I hear you at Koval. Tell me more about that. Okay. So I arrived Friday night, um, well, Friday afternoon and immediately went to GES, picked up the Rally Fighter, put on my American flag bandana and the Pit Vipers, and bombed over to uh, McCormick Place, and then met up with MC and Harry, yep. and my film crew, and we went over to the Koval Distillery in Chicago, which is very close to here. Um, Koval, I admittedly went in there a little bit of a snob. Oh, of I was like. They, they call their liquor bourbon. Okay. You can only have bourbon made in Kentucky. You know, <laughs> Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. To put that on the label, it has to be 51% corn, um, and then the rest of the ingredients can be any blend of uh, wheat, barley, and rye. Sure. Um, and then it has to be aged in new oak barrels for a minimum of four years. It has to be bottled in bond. Right. Um, I was immediately corrected. You can have bourbon in Chicago. So they make a Chicago bourbon, but they make so much more than that. As we learned Monday night, yes, yep. Monday night, the official IMTS 2022 cocktail is the espresso martini using Koval's coffee liqueur. It was, was fantastic. fantastic. Much better than Starbucks. Um, <laughs> Best way to start your day. Yes. But uh, Koval was really cool. They, uh, they, they use many more ingredients. I was really excited to see that they make a millet whiskey. That's fun. Which really caught me off guard because um, my mom has three parakeets. And parakeets eat spray millet. Right. So I was like, you guys make a, a parakeet whiskey. <laughs> and they also make a, a, a horse whiskey because yep. they also make one with oats. But it's neither here nor there. The coolest thing about Koval you know, local, you know, mom and pop manufacturers of, of a, a local whiskey and, and other uh, distilled spirits. But um, their, their distillery is actually located in an old metalworking facility. That's fun. So it was a nice introduction to, for, at least for me, to IMTS, both for the manufacturing aspect and the alcohol consumption. Nice. Perfect transition. Good, good. Yeah, I've been having a good time uh, in my room recently. Not, I've been going out that much. Uh, I've been going to the local mart and get a couple of cans of beer and uh, like some pasta salad that they have and head back to the room for an early night. Did the Miles from Manufacturing run this morning, so I definitely called it a little bit of an early night last night. Oh, man. Uh, but you've been going out, enjoying some of Chicago's finest pizzas. I Well, you know, being... And not finest. <laughs> um, well, it was still good pizza. Okay. But, you know, being the technology analyst for AMT... Um, I have to conduct, you know, every now and then, a certain degree of research and development. Of Less course. development, more research. Um, and coming here, I every time I come to Chicago, I've been, in the past, I've been kind of 
screwed out of getting my Chicago pizza. Sure. And um, so every time I come here now, I make sure I'm, I get it. And this time I tried on Saturday, Saturday night, I went to Giordano's and the experience was amazing. You have to wait, but I'm willing to wait. Got in there, tried the pizza, the, 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 the display, the presentation was incredible. The cheese pull of the slice was, was something to write home about. It was incredible. And the pizza was, was pretty good. But I immediately got told that, no, 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 you gotta go to Lou Malnati. Sure. Giordano's is, is garbage. Last night, went to Lou Malnati's. You know, it's first come, first serve. Of course. I got there at 6.45, and I was told, and I was expecting uh, a party of nine. Okay, big side, big group. Um, and it was transparent with all of them on how it worked. So I told them, party of nine, and they told me, hour and a half told my party that and three of them immediately bailed out they were like we can't we can't wait like that sure so i went back in um to the the host and told them all right change the party from nine to six she told me oh it really doesn't matter you're gonna wait either way right so they didn't change the number long story short my half hour one hour and a half wait turned into three hours three hours three hours from checking in to actually sitting down at a table and then another hour for the actual pizza. That's a long time. Like, like Millen from Finance was there with us. Yep. And when our, our server, who was great, it was not her fault, she still got tipped well. She, when she pulled up with the pizza, um, she served served the first slice to Millen since he was sitting right, right next to her. And he was like, nope, nope, not yet, not yet. Okay, now you can serve me. And then he was like, it's been exactly four hours. <laughs> so we waited four hours for, there he is, for a pretty decent pizza. I mean, uh, it, was, it was good. It was better than Giordano. Was it dinner or did you have it for breakfast? It pretty much, <laughs> might as well have had it for breakfast. That's a long time um, to wait for some pizza. We were planning on booking, you know, lunch the next day. Was it worth it? I was it? already in line. Was it worth it? H haven't deduced that yet. Okay. I, okay. I would rather, I'd say if, if I had to advise, go to the Marriott Marquis Hotel Lobby Bar, Yep. get a few drinks, and order the pizza on DoorDash first. <laughs> have it and, delivered. And just have it delivered to your room. That's fair. That's the much better way of doing it. Yeah. I'll never, I'll never do that again. <laughs> Absolutely not. Nope. So, uh, for today, I thought we could bring up some uh, glimpses of the future. Yes. Um, hypersonics traveling faster than Mach 5 is a thing that's going to occur. Maybe, you know, five to 10-ish years from now, they got a lot of hurdles to get over. Um, still temperature is a big problem. Uh, so I, got, I found an article from Northrop Grumman. Mm -hmm. They're looking to accelerate material development. Um, and of course, uh, new materials come with new manufacturing processes. Of course. Uh, so uh, what they're trying to solve is um, reduce the amount of tooling for carbon-carbon uh, material usage. Um, so they developed a composite robotic additive manufacturing cell. Very so cool. It's pretty cool that they're uh, using a, a six-axis continuous fiber reinforced 3D printer. Um, and the goal is to um, get to, just like with any other, any other additive process, toolless um, manufacturing. So I thought it was a very interesting look at Hypersonics is something that's going to occur. I mean, the people are investing. When you start investing in the manufacturing process, yeah. it feels like it's going to occur. So it's no longer... Um, you know, dreaming of it's not the future. It's when. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I thought it was very interesting, and you know, there's tons of need for uh, high temperature applications as we push 
uh, the speed is faster and faster. But I want to get your thoughts on, would you trade faster travel or for more comfort? I'd rather have comfort. Just comfort? Rather have comfort. Have the thing be slow and fuel efficient and as little impact as the environment, but give me a bigger seat. Bigger? <laughs> bigger seat, let me lay down. Someday I would like a bigger seat as well. You know, I, I think it's great that we're getting in, uh, hypersonic is right around the corner. Sure. So hypersonic being Mach 5 plus, five times the speed of sound and greater. Um, but uh, let's say they made a hyper, let's say Boeing, which as we know, because we toured their facility, right. Boeing is behind, well not behind, it's, it's, that's just the way it is. But when a, an air carrier orders a new plane for their fleet right. from Boeing, they get that, they put, if they put that order in today, they're getting the plane 10 years from now. Kind of like a Illuminati uh, pizza. Exactly, well, <laughs> they call Illuminati's pizza, exactly. Good, great callback. <laughs> um, if they made, or if somebody put in an order for a, a, a hypersonic commercial jet today. It's gonna be a while. You know, and if we work hard enough in the next 10 years, Doug Woods might be able to fly on it in IMTS 2032. That's true. But uh, not us. Not us. <laughs> not you and I. So that's, that's another question. If there is an opportunity, say they magically could reduce the cost so peons like you and I can travel, Iversonic, do you feel comfortable enough to travel five times the speed of sound to Germany? Yes, 100%. You would do it right and away. And I'll tell you why. Tell me. Something goes wrong, you're not going to feel it. <laughs> that's one way to look at it. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, the, speaking of the future, one thing, another article that I found was um, a research done with ASME and Autodesk. Uh, they were looking at um, the future workforce. And it was a very interesting look at uh, the hard skills required from, you and I graduated a long time ago. Yes. Further back from me than you, okay. as you can tell by the gray. <laughs> um, there's a set of skills that's fairly standard across the U.S. at that time. Once you graduate college, there's a fairly steep learning curve to get uh, to become effective in a uh, manufacturing facility or design house, right? So you kind of learned as you went. Um, some of the skills that you learned at the university level prepared you for learning quickly um, at, at, on the job. Um, they took a deeper look to say, can we push these skills not on the job, but into um, the universities? So they broke down a, a bunch of different um, areas where they felt like uh, these are key critical areas that maybe we should focus on at the uh, uh, pre-starting uh, the workforce environment. Uh, some of the, the areas that they included are design for manufacturing, uh, operations technology infrastructure, artificial intelligence specifically for generative design, uh, integrated software platforms, uh, and of course, you know, when you're pulling data off your uh, machines, centralized data management. Data management is going to be a huge problem in the future. Uh, yeah. Um, and of course, uh, just straight mechanical and manufacturing uh, uh, hand skills. Data management is especially going to be a problem in the future if people keep uh, taking pictures of whiteboards instead of just implementing <laughs> machine monitoring systems. I mean, to be fair, our Not entire office has out. whiteboards everywhere. <laughs> we did try uh, the digital whiteboard, other than, um, I think COVID pushed a lot of digital that, whiteboards. That was different though, because That's it true. did export to a text document. That's like true. It, it, it picked that up, but right. taking pictures. Managing your old. operations through a lot uh, of sticky notes and whiteboards is a little tough. 
it's a lot of that's a lot of digital waste, not like like e-waste, but instead de-waste. De-waste. <laughs> um, one of the things that uh, um, I found also also useful and kind of it explores the same topic. Uh, AMT has been working with Virginia Tech on a, a bunch of senior projects. So these are undergrads at their senior year, uh, and. Uh, the projects we've been working with them on is um, digital manufacturing, how they can further implement more digital manufacturing tools in their learning factory. So they have a pretty cool learning factory, so they have a Haas, they've got a Tormach, a bunch of 3D printers, a couple of robotic arms. And the goal is to expose the, the students to different manufacturing techniques right. or uh, scenarios where uh, they'll see in, in their workforce. Uh, so, and for this year, they're going to be pulling data off a of Tormach and two Stratasys. Uh, they're going to aggregate all the machine, um, leverage MT Connect to standardize and harmonize the data, uh, aggregate the information to a database, then create a digital visual dashboard. And they'll document their entire process and provide the code back to us so uh, other companies that want to go through this can uh, use what we've built on. And I thought that was very useful that my senior year project was significantly different than these guys' senior year project. Oh, man. And you know, basically mine was a, uh, a document or a... a theoretical design of a plane. These guys are in the factory floor pulling data off a machine like it's 2022. <laughs> so yeah. I thought it was a good I mean, when, I, when I was in undergrad, um, when I was making or tr attempting to turn a pulley, yep. a pulley wheel for uh, this, this ridiculous project that ended up failing, um, I remember going and had to being let into the engineering shop, um, and they had a CS CNC machine there, yep. and it was like a big deal that they had. <laughs> it was probably something like a Tormach or a Haas, right? Um, but that's a lot. That's that's a serious machine for a school, right? And they, they, uh, the, the engineering technician, the engineering department, engineering lab technician was like, "Don't touch it. Don't even <laughs> look at it. It's too. That's more expensive than your life." And you know. So that's how I was treated yeah. as an undergrad student, and now we've got kids. Now they got like, kids doing it. Mill away, <laughs> mill away. Just don't put your hand in there. Steve, I'm really excited for the content that we've been talking about. And where can they find more info about us? You can find more info from us directly by finding us at IMTS 2022, and you can find more info about us at amtonline.org/resources. Awesome, Steve. Thanks, Ben. Bye, everyone. Bye.